Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. You that haven't heard me before, my name is Marvin Reed. I'm CEO of uh, Volume 2. I basically basically, uh, work with entrepreneurs and business owners to build roadmaps to success. 
Um, that's really focused on strategy around sales, marketing, branding, and social media. And what I like to do in my segments is really give actionable steps that people can take away um, that they can actually really use and to, to ensure that they're taking action. Uh, and that's why I love the, 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 the title of today's room, Separating Yourself from the Pack, because there's a big difference between uh, action takers and, and those that those that don't uh, to, to Bill's uh, segment. You know, people who actually really do um, don't just uh, there's a saying, well, well done is better than well said. I shared that yesterday on the app. Um, it's really important to make sure that you're stepping stepping towards achieving the vision that you want for yourself. Something else that I really like to do is bring amazing people because obviously I'm, I'm based across the pond over here in the UK. Uh, something else I like to do is bring amazing people to this community uh, because I really do class this community as, as almost like my home from home uh, and I, I really enjoy spending a lot of time here. And I've, I've brought someone today who I consider to be a really good friend, someone who has achieved a massive amount for in the space. I don't know how he's managed to achieve everything that he's achieved in the space, um, the time that, that he has done it in. And, you know, I speak a lot about achieving the vision uh, and then go beyond the vision. And today I'm, I'm, I want to introduce you to someone who really is going beyond the vision, someone who's responsible for uh, one of the biggest awards um, that is run here in the UK, the Signature Awards, uh, and also the uh, Natural Entrepreneurship Awards. Someone who is uh, responsible for uh, uh, co-editing or owning the uh, Business Influencer Magazine, which is now going into uh, the US and Canada. Uh, someone who uh, also at one point uh, via Natural Music was responsible or involved in a single that sold over 10 million uh, that involved Jay-Z. So uh, without further ado, I really want to introduce you to uh, someone who I think is going gonna, is gonna to be a fantastic conversation. For those of you that haven't already, please do share the room, hit that button at the bottom and make sure that people who need to hear this conversation get to hear it. I just want to introduce uh, Ninda Johel to the room and, and just everyone on mic and give them a, a great Breakfast with Champions welcome, please. Ninda, great. Welcome to Breakfast with Champions. Welcome. 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 Hey, hey, Welcome. hey. Welcome. 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 No, I was here. Thank you very much. I was here. It's very kind of you. Very kind of you. No, no problem at all. Listen, I've, I've, I haven't even uh, scratched the surface. I didn't even go into all of the the um, the boards that you sit on, but um, I, I want to. I've got thirty minutes here, so I want to make sure that um, the audience know exactly who you are and and uh, everything that you've achieved and everything that you've got going on. Um, especially as we're talking about, you know, separating yourself from the pack. Um, so the, the first thing I'd love for you to share is is just to um, speak about um, you know sort of who you are your journey the the signature awards um, what you're involved in right now yeah yeah it's uh, well th thank you for that Marvin and I'm, I'm I'm guessing I'm hoping you've got some music around that you might be able to play a bit later and I'll give you a bit of a signal absolutely, if you have absolutely okay sure. so, so so look I, I was um I was the uh, I was the son of 
uh, immigrants, so they came into the UK in the 60s. Uh, so I became the second generation to be born in the UK. Um, as, as people would know, um, as first or second generation immigrants, it was difficult, uh, very, very difficult to fit in uh, because we looked different uh, and we obviously spoke different and we dressed different. And, and, you know, that's one of the things I always say to Marvin is diversity is great, but, you know, it's understanding how diversity can work to the betterment of everyone. So anyway, I, uh, my, my parents who then worked in the factories because manufacturing needed labor. Um, so I was taught from a very early stage was to get educated. So I did my usual thing, got educated, did my first degree in finance. Uh, 18 interviews later, realized the finance industry didn't want me. So I went and did an MBA, that's a master's in business administration and got, my, got myself a nice job in corporate UK. Um, but I had, a, I, I had a, a real, real thirst for music and a hunger for music. So I was playing in a band that I sort of set up and we were starting to play around the country. Uh, and, and doing both Marvin was difficult. In other words, a side hustle, which was the music, was trying to retain a, a full-time role as a management consultant. Was difficult to reconcile, so I, I did the unthinkable. Um, I, uh, I, made, I, I took the side hustle to be my main occupation, so I, I resigned from my job. Um, now that's, some people said it was foolhardy, um, I was driven by a dream, uh, and my dream was that the music that I was playing and enjoying, which is a hybrid of Indian, North Indian music, so that's North Indian melodies with a Western beat, it puts two together, it's quite a, quite a toxic sound. And, um, and, and so I was, the dream I had was that one day this music uh, that I was told by everyone, they couldn't understand because they couldn't understand the lyrics, couldn't understand the music, that, you know, they didn't want it. But I had a dream that one day it would cross into the charts. And, and so that took, I think, an element of being brave. Um, also took, and, and, and this is interesting for people on the entrepreneurial journey, everybody, but everybody will tell you it won't work uh, because nobody will share your dream. Only you have that dream. And, and, and I think some people have the dream but give up from very early doing that dream. So I think if you really do have a dream, you really have to go for it. And, and, you know, it was difficult. Uh, the naysayers were right in those years because I was struggling to convince anybody to take the tracks on other than Indians or Asians who understood the language. So they were taking it. But suddenly my dream of getting into mainstream global success looked a distant one. But I kept at it. I kept at it. And then eventually, um, and of course, the other thing to remember is opportunities don't come to you. You have to go and seek them out. You have to go and search for them. So rather than waiting for the phone to ring and for people to say, you know, we'll take your music on, I got on a plane and I traveled throughout Europe armed with, in those days, CDs and vinyls, hoping somebody would take the music on. It was difficult. So I did that for 12 years. I'd worked it out. It was 4,783 days. 4,783 days of traveling around the world, trying to persuade people to take the music on. Well, eventually, you know, perseverance does pay off. I managed to convince a small Italian label to take it on. Um, and that, I did the deal in, in, in France. And then I met a Turkish little label in uh, well, Germany. And he said, look, I heard you gave somebody in Italy. Can I have the, um, can I have the track? 
Now, this is where sometimes you make your own luck. Remember, you've got to go out and seek opportunities. As you seek opportunities, if you seek them enough, opportunities will come. So, and then luck can follow. So, where I was lucky was the the, the label in Turkey. Uh, they had some great DJs who started to play the music in the in the nightclubs in Istanbul. But the next bit of luck was that they actually travelled to Germany quite a bit. And so they took my music from Istanbul into Germany. And I knew something was happening because I got a call. I got a call from Universal Music said, uh, you know, this music that nobody can understand, that is very difficult to work out what you're doing. Um, well, they actually love it in Germany. Can we have the track? Fast forward. I let Universal, so Universal Music, and it was hard, remember, 12 years, 4,783 days. So suddenly Universal Music were interested in Europe. Sony came knocking for the UK and for India. And then we did a deal with the Americans. Um, and by this day, just as we'd done with the deal with the Americans, we crossed into the UK charts at number five, which was astonishing to watch a track that nobody understood at number five. We then went number two in Germany. We went number one in Italy, and that was Roland Keating. We knocked him off. We registered nine number ones, and then the, we got a call from America, and they said, Jay-Z would like to feature on your track. And, of course, if you're going to break America, it's quite good to have Jay-Z on board. Um, and for those of you who may or may not recognize the track, Marvin, I don't know if, if now's the right time to play the track, and this track was then synchronized on some of the biggest Hollywood movies and became the biggest dance track of 2004. So, Martin, uh, Marvin, over to you. The rock in the building. Khalid. Ramel. Sufferell in the house. Meet me up the green of the pocket. I can laugh. I live in the pocket. I can laugh. Live from the United States. Brooklyn, New York. It's your boy. Now I know that 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 I can see the gifts. Uh, there's a few gifts going from dancing here on the stage. <laughs> I know many people will actually recognise that track. And and what um, was amazing for me, Minda, is the fact that obviously now um, what you do now is is, is a, a bit of a departure from uh, what you were doing then. But this track sold, uh, when I was looking it up, over 10 million, which is a massive yeah, 12, amount. Yeah, 12 million copies now. And it's all its various guises, which is physical copies in the early years and now, of course, in streaming and downloading. Incredible, incredible. So I'd love to ask a, a, a few uh, questions. Obviously, we've only got a very short amount of time Ooh. here. Um, so in, in respect to, to pivoting from um, from that uh, successful kind of um, uh, from working in the music industry, obviously you had relationships uh, with um, Universal, as you mentioned. Um, but then, you know, that transitioned into into what you're doing now. And just speak to me a little bit about that kind of journey going from music into 
you know the business world obviously you've got the magazine the business influencer mm, you've, mm, got, you've mm. got the podcast now as well you know and some incredible incredible people on the front cover people like seth Godin, um alfie best and so on um just talk to me about that transition okay so 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 i think the journey of and, and most entrepreneurs will tell you the journey of an entrepreneur is not an easy one um and, and during those four thousand seven hundred eighty threes, i had some dark moments i had some real dodgy days but you know perseverance is key and being prepared to shift when something that you don't anticipate happens so so what happened in the music industry uh, very quickly was that the industry the music industry didn't see the digital revolution that was moving at them so quick they just didn't see it and and our response to people like napster or new illegal downloading was to sue everybody in sight whether it be 88-year-old Dean who discovered internet for the first time and was downloading for free versus the spotty teenager who thought, well, I'm not going to spend money on this when I can get it for free. So as an industry, we never saw that threat. And so I would say to entrepreneurs, always scan the environment. Scan the environment outside of your industry because you'll see trends and things that might one day come to affect you. And of course, we, Marvin, we didn't see it coming. And and once it hit us like an avalanche, uh, we were very slow to react. And of course, you can't sue the consumer, the customer. The customer is always right. Um, so, so then obviously uh, we had to look at our business model. So instead of having people that were employed in large warehouses shifting uh, by forklift, big you know big boxes of CDs and vinyls, we had to employ a totally different person, somebody digitally aware of what was going on. We had to get rid of all the warehouses, the forklifts, because everything became digital. And, and of course, uh, at that point, it became clear to me that we had to become a digital company and we had to change and we have to now diversify because we, our model had to now change in terms of digital. The returns were different. And so then the next thing I think an entrepreneur should do is, one, look at the marketplace for opportunities, but also ask ourselves, what's the skill set that I've got or we have as a company that we can then employ in another segment? So obviously for us, we understood branding, we understood entertainment, we understood marketing, because that's what you have to do with artists. Um, and then we saw a gap in the business market uh, of putting on events that brought entertainment, you know, entertainment ethos versus the business. And that's where natural events were born. But it was born because we had been disrupted by technology. So the question I think you should all ask yourself Who's going to disrupt your business model tomorrow? Always ask your question every morning you get up. Who's going to potentially put my business out of business? Because that will then force you to innovate, to think about tomorrow, not today and yesterday. And if you can focus on tomorrow every day, you will excel. And being aware of the world around you is critical. So that's something I didn't do. That's something I learned to my cost. So the events were doing really well. We started with a, a town, a city called Wolverhampton. That did well. We moved into Birmingham, which is just up the road. That did well. We moved into Leicestershire, which is another part of the country. That moved well. Then we went to London. London was doing well. And now we're entertaining coming to America and to India. But the big lesson for me, the whole thing was being able to recognize and move and be a problem solver. So, you know, most of us, we sit there worrying about the problem 
we spend little time thinking about the solution. So remove yourself away from the problem and go solution-based. Um, and of course then, Marvin, we were doing very well with the events, 2020 came and we had COVID and COVID hit us. Now that was something we couldn't anticipate clearly, um, but that hit us really, really hard. But in some respects, it didn't hit us as hard as we thought because we'd had our COVID back in 2007 when the iPhone came out and when the digital revolution hit us. We'd had our COVID situation then. And in that instance, Marvin, our business model wasn't on pause, which is what COVID did. Our business model became redundant. It was no longer applicable. So roll forward 2020. What do we do? Uh, we didn't have a financial issue because we were quite kind of caught a robust balance sheet, but we had a branding issue. And the branding issue was that if this COVID continued for two, three years, coming back into the marketplace and our events might be a problem because we would have lost the potency of our brand. And that's Marvin where our business influencer magazine came in. So we looked at our ecosystem, which is events. Can we extend the ecosystem so we can reach the same audience and more audience through other vehicles and the magazine came in both digital and physical and the podcast came in so now that the events are back so if people want to learn about business they can read our magazine physical they can visit our website and subscribe it's only a pound pound a pound a month and if they want to watch or listen about business they can go to the podcast and if they want to physically meet entrepreneurs and high achievers, then they come to the event. So we did a 360 on our ecosystem. But the reason we were able to do that was we'd been planning a magazine amongst other initiatives during the good times. So here's something I would say to you. During the good times, always draw a list of things you would love to do in the future, which may be, you may not be able to do it with your finance, skill set, or time capacity, could be any of those things, but you'd love to do them. Because when those dark moments come and you're stuck, you can pull that list out and say, oh yeah, I remember all these ideas. Because actually your decision-making will be much better in the times when you're under less stress than when you make decisions under duress, under pressure. So plan ahead, think about tomorrow, always come up with new ideas, generate those ideas, archive those ideas, and revisit those ideas. Because like most people who do business plans, they write it once, they file it to end, and never revisit it. So always ex expect, a, some people call it being paranoid, always expect someone to put you out of business because that will sharpen your sense. And I'm a final advice to anybody is, um, so people say, well, where can you get these ideas from? If you start with giving something back to the community, the community you work in, the community that buys your products, the community hopefully that you employ people from, you're going to on that journey meet people that are better than you. And if you meet people that are different to you in terms they look different to you, they dress different to you, and they speak differently to you, it means in likelihood they will think differently to you. And if they think differently to you, the likelihood is you will learn from that, you will absorb that, and you will become a better individual, a better entrepreneur, and a better citizen. That, Marvin, has been my very truncated journey through COVID no, and I, the I, digital transformation. 
I absolutely love that. And, and there's something that you shared. I just wanted to circle back to um, just before we sort of uh, touch on the mag magazine. And I, I want to try, if I can, create a bit of space to, if anyone does have a question, just keep uh, flashing mics and I'll be scrolling up and down um, just to uh, to see if I can catch you. It's a very big stage, so, so it, just uh, bear with me. But there's something that you touched on in respect to the fact that because you transitioned from music, and I've had this conversation with so many entrepreneurs due to COVID, um, your COVID was before COVID actually happened. So you actually, in some ways, were kind of prepared, if not physically, definitely mentally, with that, um, you know, to, to think outside the box, to do what you needed to do to survive in a difficult time. And I think that's something that I really want to, um, uh, to, to resonate with everyone who's listening, with the audience today. Because obviously everyone in the room, and I know there's a lot of business owners and entrepreneurs in the room, you know, we've all been through this difficult time um, uh, with lockdown and so on. And, and it's important to, to ask yourself, what lessons can you actually take away from that? You know, what, what can you actually learn? How can you improve your mindset so that, you know, if anything does happen moving forward in the future, you are more, not just more equipped, but you can actually add that to your skill set, you know, being able to deal with um, difficult times and being able to think more creatively um, and so on. Do you know what I mean? So I just wanted to, I didn't want that to be missed, the point that you made there, um, Linda. I think it's a really fantastic point to share. One, so just before we, we, um, we, we go to the audience, um, how, what is the actual readership now? Because um, obviously you're going into America um and canada with the business influencer magazine and by the way um you know for any of my uh, breakfast with champions mud squad um any of the the big dogs here on, on stage or, or maybe listening to the replay um the events that in linda runs are absolutely incredible uh, i think it's something like 65 percent um uh, or 70 percent of guests are sea level uh, sort of directors and founders and you know there, there are some huge huge um, individuals in the room and the magazine is very is a, is a very very great representation of that in terms of the brand so what's the readership now of, of the magazine now it's going into america linda if you could just touch yeah. on that yeah so, so so a couple of things let me just contrast earlier part of my journey to this one so the earlier part of the journey was a dream so in other words it was there's no data behind it it was just a gut feeling that i thought this music would cut across interesting with the business influencer i had time obviously through covid to do a bit of research and 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 i would say to anyone ask yourself the question why would somebody buy your product but remember why because you've got to be able to answer that carefully so i did a lot of research marvin I subscribed to every business magazine there was, states and in the UK, and where they had a physical product, I actually physically bought it and had it sent to my house, obviously due to COVID. So I studied what the market was doing, and most publishers um, were, to be careful here, were, yeah, uh, not cheapening their brand, but were spending less on the quality of the brand in terms of a physical product. We went the other way. We we went to the most expensive printer with the most expensive paper and wanted to make sure that the product was really high-end. So that was the first differentiator. The second differentiator was when I'd studied all the magazines and newspapers that we made sure that in our magazine we really had full diversity of contributors, male, female, black, people from the Asian community, people from the Far East. We had an all-rounded, diverse offering 
So anybody from any community could read about somebody in there that looked like them. And it's interesting, when we approached Barnes & Noble, uh, and we said, look, why do you want to stock our product? The two reasons they cited was the high quality product, and when you hold it, you could smell the print, it was fantastic. But secondly, they enjoyed the diversity of the content. So remember, I'm in the content game, Marvin. I was in the content game with the music, audio, and events. It's obviously physical content. And of course, in the magazine, it's content again. And of course, with the YouTube channel, it's audio, con uh, visual content. So always remember what market you're in and, and always think about as wide as you possibly can uh, to what it looks like. So yeah, and it's in Barnes & Noble and it's in Indigo uh, in Canada. I think that's the biggest chain there. So, and it's doing very, very well. And our last shipment went off yesterday. Fantastic, excellent. So look, we, we are fast, fast uh, running out of time here. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you um, uh, uh, here in Breakfast with Champions, Ninda. Um, and uh, for anyone that uh, um, wants to know more about the awards or the uh, Business Influencer magazine or indeed the actual podcast, and there's some incredible guests on that podcast, please do feel free to, to reach out to Ninda. Just um, uh, shoot him a DM or, or tap on his face, give him a follow and, and contact him uh, via uh, uh, your preferred uh, social media platform, um, because I think you know one thing I will say is that you know with a room of entrepreneurs here and aspiring entrepreneurs, um, we all need to be looking at you know how how can we actually get to that vision? As I always like to say, you know what 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 is, are going to be the key milestones? Um, you know who can we surround ourselves with? How are we auditing that circle around us? You know what I mean? How are we positioning ourselves in the right places in order to to be exposed to the right opportunities? Um, and I think it's it's massively important to to be aware of um, you know where the uh, where those opportunities are, are going to be for you, uh, depending on your business. So, well, with that, I'll, I'll, the final thing I want to ask you, uh, Ninda, is is how can people uh, support you in the room? Um, you know what what's uh, how do they kind of find out more about the, the, the magazine um, I've asked people to send you a DM is there a, is there another way that um, yeah, you yeah, if you just go, yeah if you just go www.natural which is n-a-c-h-u-r-a-l dot co dot uk and of course if you type in the business influencer dot co dot uk you'll find uh, you can subscribe you can either subscribe digitally or or buy from us uh, physical copy or just go to Barnes and Noble and Indigo you can pick one up there and and finally, Marvin, you're talking about entrepreneurship. It just needs three things. Positive mindset, make sure you plan, and reflect on your journey. And if you get that and you've got the confidence and surround yourself with people like Marvin, you're not going to go wrong. <laughs> I appreciate you. Thank you so much, Ninda. Um, literally have two minutes left. I've pinned the, li the link for the business influencer at the top of the room there. Um, I want to be respectful of time. I know we have Tamara coming up next. Uh, yeah, Marvin, it's Tamara. I've really enjoyed listening, and I want to make sure that we do give enough space. So if there's anybody who has direct questions, I mean, I'm so passionate about the music industry. I'm so passionate about the, the digital publishing industry. And so I want to make sure people have space to ask him. He's so wise, and I love I love his demeanor and what he's sharing. Fantastic. So if, we, if we've uh, have the grace of a, a couple more minutes, if anyone does have a question, um, which is uh, about anything that we've covered in respect to music or the awards or publishing for the magazine, um, feel free to, to just jump in, say your name, 
um, while we wait for, for Tamara to jump in. Just say your name if you've got a question. Uh, I'm just looking to make sure that you can see. I can hear someone on mic. Hello. Credit. I can see Hi, Credit and Jackie as well. Hi. Yeah. Hey, Credit. Hi. I'll pass I the mic to you and then yeah. to Jackie. Thank you so such a pleasure listening to you. Actually, my name is Barbara Molnar, and I want to share with you um, how one would get in touch with you. I am presently a co-founder and uh, partners with an organization called Disruptive Spirits. In we are presently um, have some we have scientists and technology that's out there that can actually save our planet and we have four hubs ready in the uk how we can create from wastewater electricity um heat how we can create everything we need within our ecosystem already and we have a company called disruptive spirits where we're going to be doing up these pop-up lounges and brick and mortar spaces where we're going to collude um, music, art, and science together. And we're working with Michelin star restaurants and artists and people in the community to bring the science and technology into the hands of the public sector. We also have an animation film. We're working with Marvel Comics to create something for children to educate them on the idea and the understanding that we have all the science and technology that we need in our hands to save our planet. And that's something that I'm working on and I would love to be able to sit down with you and maybe um, get some light on the group that I'm working with because they are an incredible group of individuals around the world. Um, and a lot of these projects are up and working and they're they're just amazing. And um, I can't say that they're patented, they're already in um, working and we're going to be featuring them in certain beautiful communities. Um, they're in Africa, Australia, um, in France, where we could have um, these hubs where one could come and be educated as well as providing the electricity and the clean water for certain communities. So that's something I wanted to share and put out there. Thank you. That's fine. I'm, I'm easy to get hold of, as Marvin said, you can just DM me. Thank you. Fantastic. Excellent. And I think Jackie was flashing and then we'll pass it over to Tamara. I want to be, make sure we don't take up too much time. Jackie, are you there? I'm here. Hey, Ninder. Hey, Marvin. Hey, everybody. Pass, pass, passing the baton and to you. <laughs> Thank you, Marvin. You're, you train very, very well. You're very coachable. Um, Ninder and I um, have touched on recently reopening the Business Influencer Club here on Clubhouse. I'd love to get an indication from the people here who would yes. love... Who would who would love to have regular access to Ninder and all his knowledge, experience, and what he can bring to the world? Could we have a flash of mics or some woohoos or whatever? She's putting the pressure on you. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jackie. You know I had to get in there straight away. I know, I know. So Ninder. What do you think? Linda, I mean, Jackie, with you, with, with you in charge, Jackie, I, I don't see anything not succeeding. So absolutely, I'm always up for this. The, the people have spoken, Linda. The people have spoken. <laughs> well, well I, I think one of the things, Marvin, you and I, we met on Clubhouse. Jackie, you and I met on Clubhouse. And there's one thing about Clubhouse is that it's, it's, well, it's we talked about disruption earlier, didn't we? And, and this has been a democratizer that enables global communities to come onto the same platform and learn from each other. And, you know, I always come on Clubhouse to learn from people like Marvin, Jackie, you and 
David and there's a few. I think Bill was on earlier. Bill's fantastic. I've shared a few rooms with him in the past. So I think, you know, I would say to anybody, if you're going to succeed in life, you always have to be on a lifelong journey. And Clubhouse is a perfect platform to learn. Fantastic. And, and with that, um, if we can just, uh, again, on mic and just uh, give a, 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 make some noise for Ninda. Just to, 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 